Welcome to The Boss Experience, the podcast that gives you actionable tips and strategies to start your business. And I'm your host, Michelle Davis. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of The Boss Experience podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am here with Kevin Spann, the man from Allstate. (laughs) (laughs) And I am so excited to be speaking with him today because he's going to share some insights on how women can dominate the insurance industry. Because as we know, Allstate's a franchise. And and so I think some people, you know, they think that having a franchise is something that's unattainable and that they can't do it. You just need to know how. So I'm looking forward to like breaking, breaking it down with Kev, Kev Spann, who's my native New Yorker neighbor, Long Island, right? That's correct. Yeah. He's based in Long Island, but he's good people. He works with you no matter where you are. So before we get into how women can dominate the insurance industry, how did, where did, you know, how did Kevin Spann come to be in insurance? Like how did this become to be your career, your thing? That's a great question. So first, uh, Michelle, thank you for having me on the Boss Experience. It's an honor and privilege to be here. I've been following you. I love your work. I love your positivity and your constant encouragement for all entrepreneurs from every industry out there. So let me start with that. Thank Um, you. uh, No problem. But secondly, I've been in the insurance industry forever. The first 20 years of my career, I was on the inside of Allstate Insurance Company starting as a life underwriter, uh, later being moved from New York to Chicago to manage the life underwriting department, and then a bigger operation uh, handling regions of different parts of the country. But 10 years into my inside career, I always wanted to be in sales. And my first bite of the apple came as a sales manager trainee, where I recruited and hired people to do exactly what I'm doing today which is owning and operating an all-state agency. So the second 10 years of my inside experience, I was a sales manager, a sales leader, and a sales consultant. So I recruited people that are doing what I'm doing today. I helped manage their agencies. I consulted with them to take their agencies to the next level. But all the time that I was doing it, I was sitting on my hands. I was sitting on my dream. It's like, I don't want to sell and encourage other people to do something that I wish I could do myself. And finally, in 2007, preparation and opportunity presented itself to me. I was consulting with someone who said they loved my ideas. However, they weren't happy with what they were doing anymore. And I said, no problem. I closed my laptop. I asked them for their cell phone number. I said, I'm going to call you when I leave your agency. I'm going to make you an offer to buy your agency. And those are my humble beginnings. And since then, I've done it two more times acquiring two more Allstate agencies, and I'm in the process in the market to acquire more moving forward. Awesome. Awesome. Now, are all of the Allstate agencies you've acquired in New York State? or well, there? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I am solely licensed and based in New York State. That's all I take care of business in my agency that's all merged and headquartered under one location in Middle Village, Queens. But yes, they are all New York based, but I've had the good pleasure to travel the country, speak on forums to all state agents throughout the country. So I have a good feel for how this operates in other areas as well. For any of your audience that's outside of the state of New York, the basic premise is the same, how someone acquires, markets, and operates their agency. That's very much an individual thing. 
So let's talk about the acquisition part, because I think, you know, that's why I'm assuming that's why people kind of shy away from a franchise. And, be- and before we talk about acquisition, what kind of what's the right kind of person that should be even thinking about being in the insurance industry? What does it take? Like, can someone come in and not know much and get all the training they need to run their to run their franchise? Or do they need to come in with a extensive insurance background? So that's a great opening question. No, you don't need an extensive insurance background. The right person has strong managerial experience, strong entrepreneurship experience in other fields, and perhaps strong sales experience. Those are the that's the trifecta: management experience and or strong sales experience and or strong experience owning another business because the dynamics of operating a business is pretty much the same. The only thing that differs in that equation is the product that you're selling. So if you've been a leader in another industry, maybe you're a person that's like me. Maybe you had 20 years inside of corporate in whatever industry you've been in, but you've hired, recruited, managed people, directed people to achieve certain objectives. And now let's say during the pandemic or post-pandemic, wherever you're thinking about where we are in this time period when this is broadcast, your industry has changed. You've been downsized and you're wondering about what you're going to do next. You don't need insurance experience in the industry because we all have insurance experience because it's a product or products that we've been mandated to buy our whole life. So as a consumer, you do have experience. You have purchased this product and you have either very good experience to build upon or very bad experience in that you've paid a lot of money year in and year out for a product that no one's given you the courtesy, the dignity, or respect to tell you what you're purchasing and why. So if you're a person coming from managerial sales or entrepreneurship background, and you're good at communicating with people, this is ideal, especially if you are established in a community where people know you already, like you, trust you. Next part, they will do business with you because of who you are. Excellent response, because I think most people think, you know, I got to have all this experience. So now that we know you can come in, you just need kind of your managerial sales and entrepreneurial experience and have to love communicating with people. Now, how do you even acquire a franchise and particularly an insurance company? Okay, so so excellent. So let me start with phase one of entering the insurance agency is getting licensed. But let's just answer the direct question, the acquisition one. A simple Google of insurance agencies for sale, whether it's an all-state franchise or one of my respected competitors, State Farm, Farmers, Nationwide, any of the captive franchise companies that are out there, the recruitment of new franchisees is constant. We're an older and somewhat closed industry and that there just aren't a lot of new people entering it all the time. So that's why I think it's such a great thing to consider for career changes that's looking for something that's constant and dependable, but also with an upside of unlimited income potential. Okay. So someone kind of new entering the insurance industry, and I know, you know, results may vary. What can they expect to earn coming in as a new franchisee? Well, that's a a part of that equation is what they acquire. The reason why I'm talking about acquire as opposed to starting from scratch, like hanging your own 
sign, be it for any franchise that you're coming to. It's a little bit tougher starting from the beginning. Day one, I have a brand new franchise and I'm looking for you to be my first customer. That's different. When you acquire an existing book of business, you're acquiring a cash flow that meets your needs. So let's say your need is that you need to have $5,000 of cash flow income to pay yourself to replace the salary that you were previously earning. You want to acquire something that allows you to pay the purchase of that agency, the overhead of that agency, be that uh, rent, light, so on and so forth, whatever staffing you currently have. And you certainly want to be sure that you can eat month in and month out while you learn this new business. So those are detailed cash flow conversations that are good to get into. So you can anticipate your baseline first. And again, the word I used earlier is the unlimited income potential going forward in the future. And I mean that literally your income potential is as big and effective as your business plan and your discipline in executing that plan. Okay. So how much support does a franchisee actually get from, let's say for an all state, how much support is there to get up and going? You know, and this would be whether you take over an existing franchise or whether you start from scratch. You receive a ton of support because you have an existing model in an industry that may be new to you. So you get a ton of support in terms of people that are there to help you advise you throughout the decisions. Where should it be located? How much should I pay for rent? How many people do I need to help run this agency? What are the three critical activities that I should be doing day in and day out, week in and week out, month in and month out to achieve my sales goals? So you achieve a lot of support. You achieve the support alone of name recognition. So the big name on my window is Allstate. The small name is Abraham Kevin Spann, my full name. So you achieve that franchise credibility of financial backing of a company because all I sell is a, is a promise, Michelle, whether it's your home, your car, or your life. Anyone that buys a product from me or from another Allstate agent, you're only receiving the promise of the policy that will deliver when life shows up. And you want the support and most importantly, the financial backing of a large company that can deliver and deliver consistently. Okay. So I'm going to, let's walk through a scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Michelle Davis, the entrepreneur, right? She's like, I want to dominate this insurance industry. So I'm coming in. I don't know where to start. So I need to know, I think first, how do I actually acquire, you know, how do I find someone who wants to sell me their franchise? Because after all, don't people want to pass it down, you know, to family members? Like, why do they want to sell? So I think that's probably the first step. Is that correct? That is the first step. And I would uh, encourage you to take two steps before that. Okay. Number one, I would encourage you to get licensed just so you can, uh, insurance is much like the real estate or mortgage industry and that you have to be licensed to participate. So on your own, before you take the leap of faith and the leap of your finance and investing in it, I would say phase one is to Look at an online company like an AD banker and secure your license in whatever state you're in. So that's your first feel for it. Like, do I have any interest and capacity for this industry? Or when I look at this online course, it bores me to tears. I don't want to go any further. (laughs) And how long (laughs) does it typically, at least in New York State, take to get licensed? 
at least 30 days. If you follow the recommended study classes by that provider, you can do that. The, the second step I would take is I would suggest that there's three ways I think that's great for someone to get into an industry before they take any financial risk. Number one, any insurance agency in the world would allow you to intern with them. Just come in so you can see it and you can do some of the things. What does the day-to-day feel like? You know, you don't want to go into any business where you aren't going to enjoy the day-to-day. So if I'm recruiting you, Michelle, and you were to come uh, to my office in Queens and you spent one day and you found it exciting, then you'd want to consider, you know, maybe this is something that I can see that would fit, that I could be passionate about the way that Kevin runs his agency. I changed this or that, but if I shadowed him for one day, I definitely would want to do it. I said intern first. Second, I would say shadow. Find a person that would allow you to shadow them for a week, not just one day, but for a full week. What is the ebb and flow in the daily life of an insurance agent? Very early, very late. Is it only in the office? Do you get a chance to get involved in the community? Is there enough variety and enough passion, something you can get excited about doing? And third, if you've interned and you've shadowed someone, I would suggest that someone works in the industry for a period of time for someone before they venture into ownership. Again, so you can see the day-to-day flow of both selling new policies and servicing existing policies. What does that feel like? Is it harder than expected? Is it easier than you thought? Are you enthusiastic and passionate about it? Can you see yourself doing it? If in the midst of that, you check all those boxes of yes, you're on your way to doing something. And the beauty of employment, if you work for someone for a short-term period, you'll be earning while you're learning and you can really crystallize your business plan and say, hey, you know what? I can do this. And Kevin, thanks for the opportunity to work with you, but you're not that incredible. I have a million ideas that are better than yours that I can't wait to execute. I have a ton of family, friends, I have community organizations, fraternal or sorority organizations I belong to. I'm active in the political community or the nonprofit community. I can really tap into this and grow my business if I were to do it that. So that's how I would say from an entry standpoint. And if you're passionate about that, the acquisition piece is actually easy because there are agencies that go up for sale with every carrier every day. And then you can get into the number crunching of, okay, What size agency would I like to acquire? What's my location? Do I want to be in Manhattan or Queens or Brooklyn or the Bronx or Long Island? Where do I want to be physically or another part of the country? Where do I want to be physically? That part gets easier after you have a sense of the industry. But uh, that, that research, that shadow intern and perhaps employment phase, I would encourage people to invest a year in that, you know, maybe 30 days in the shadow intern phase. But if you like it, your license, work for a little while, work for a little while and get a feel for it. That's some awesome advice because I think that a lot of people kind of jump into things, right? And they don't take the time to realize, is this for me? Am I the right personality for this? Can I handle, you know, the the day-to-day of this type of business model? And I think people like to skip steps and they want the money fast. And, but this is, market research at its best, because you're looking at the market, you're looking at your personality to kind of get in tune with what it is that you enjoy doing as an entrepreneur. Now, in terms of, you mentioned like the money part is easy. So let's assume that Michelle, the entrepreneur has done all of those things that you just mentioned. 
where does Michelle get money to actually move forward with the purchase? Like typically when someone hangs out a, you know, the for sale sign on their, on their own franchise, what am I looking at in terms of what I need to come to the table with either of my own money or are there places I can go and, and get money to, to make the purchase alone, essentially? Excellent. Excellent question. Very targeted question. Your experience shows in that question alone. So number one, someone that does this, they should have some of their own money aside. Now with, um, I can't speak for other franchises, but within Allstate, there are no franchise fees. So there'll never be a time where you give Allstate a check for $50,000 or $100,000. However, you should have access to that type of money, high five figures, low six figures, because no matter what you will need to, you are going to invest in your agency to grow the type of unlimited income that you want. Second part of the question is, where do you go to get the money? There are several specialized lenders in the insurance industry that know how the Allstate and other insurance companies contract works, how it works, and they will lend you money specifically for these franchises, and they'll look at it based on the cash flow of their agency that you're intending to acquire. So they'll, they'll look, is there enough cash flow for you to acquire the agency, to maintain, to meet the overhead, to take the money home you need for yourself, and also debt service. You know, if you borrow money to acquire, you're going to pay on that loan as well. And there has to be enough capital to do those things. Very similar to buying a property, the cash flow will dictate the loan. And the beauty of that is, uh, if someone new to the industry, that bank, those lending institutions, they're also a second set of eyes. They're offering you an opinion. So maybe the first agency that you're coming to, you must have this great opportunity, I'm going to earn all this money. But when the bank looks at it, they think that the debt to income ratio is too high. They don't think it's a good loan the asking price from that agent is too high. It may not be good for you to acquire. So they're going to help you to make sure that you buy a good book that is excited as you are. The bank is your partner in the process. They have to be equally excited. They have to see that the agency cash flows well for you, that the agent that you're buying it from currently has a good financial operating model that can be maintained by the buyer. Okay. That's awesome. And I always wonder, you know, like, you know, being a woman and being a woman of color, you know, it, <laughs> does this apply to me when I walk into a bank? And as long as I have, you know, some cash to put up, you know, is this something that I'm going to have a difficult time achieving? Or is it something that as long as I have what I need on my end, the upfront cash, I should be good to go? You should be good to go. And that's the best part. And that's a, a great question and is why I wanted to talk about this as a means for people to come into the industry. Michelle, you know the numbers better than I do. You know that all women earn 80 cents on the dollar of a male. You know the other horrible numbers inside of the workforce in general. And then you know the positive side, which is why you're giving the business advice every day that I think 1,800 women open a new business every day. 64% of those women are women of color and Latino women, their business ownership has increased by 87% in the last year. The beauty of business ownership being who I am and having had my experience being, being a man of, of color is that once you're on this side of the equation, 
all the other equations go away. It's simply about the numbers and the work. And there isn't anything personal about it at all. There isn't anything personal where I earn less than my peers or my renewal income is at a different equation than my peers. No, it's extremely fair. It's very, very equitable. And that's one factor that you don't have to think about. Are the numbers different because I'm a woman? Are the numbers different because I'm a woman of color? No, they are not. The numbers are the same. The opportunity is the same. The key is leveraging that diversity, leveraging your pre-franchise experience, and then multiplying with what you know that will work. And that's the beauty of it, because you bring some unique intangibles to the tables that the others in the industry that have been comfortable for a long time don't bring, i.e., you know, understanding the importance of the social media and how to work it and how to be able to create and execute marketing plans that have mass reach, but don't cost a lot of money to put it out there. So those are for everything that's going against us and going against other groups. Those are weaknesses that you can turn into strengths because of your knowledge without anyone saying you can't market this way, you can't market that way. It doesn't fit within, you know, the, uh, the round peg of the organization, and we're not trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. So that's the beauty of it. That's why I'm so strong on it. It's something I've seen so many times. There's so many people that I can connect someone to that can be a mentor, a woman of color, whatever that is that you need to be able to talk to someone to go forward. So let's kind of sum up everything you've kind of said today. And let's talk about, let's kind of zoom in on three ways that women can actually dominate the insurance industry. Okay. So let, let's go for it. Number one, I would encourage anyone that's listening to this, that's moved by it. I would encourage you to go online, to look up an online course, to obtain an insurance license. I think that's step number one. There's no obligation that you're going to move forward beyond that. First, obtain a license. Number two, Talk to, find, and establish a mentor in the insurance industry that will you can intern with or that will shadow you, that will give you conversations on a one-to-one basis, as you and I are having right now, about is this something that's viable, possible, probable for you? So number one, look into the license. Number two, look into finding that person that will shadow and mentor you. Number three, if those things work well, Take the third step, begin to explore the cash flow conversations of acquiring, owning, and operating an insurance agency of your own. So Michelle, let me uh, sum it up this way on a personal note. I've been in this industry for 35 years. My succession plan is to stay for another 10 years, another 10 years exactly. And during my next 10 years, my ultimate goal is to bring as many people and more specifically women into this industry and create as many insurance agency owners and operators as I possibly can over that period of time. So if there's anyone that's listening to this that would like to know detailed steps about how can I get a license, how can I get someone to shadow or mentor me, please reach out to me directly and I'll gladly either be that person for you or direct you to someone in that area including if you want specifically to be mentored by a woman. I know people throughout the country that would gladly help you on this task, on this course to get you to where you would like to go. Awesome. So how do people get a hold of you, Kevin Spann? 
Okay. Uh, the best way to find me is on anything social media. If you just Google my name, Kevin Span, S-P-A-N-N, you'll find me on Instagram at Kevin Span underscore insurance guru. You'll find me on Facebook, same thing. You'll find me on Twitter. Um, you'll also find me on YouTube. But I would say start with Instagram. In my bio, I have the link to my link tree, which will direct you to everything that I'm doing. And it also gives you a very easy look into my operating model for my insurance agency. So you can see if it's something that appeals to you. You'll get to see not only the business component of it, uh, but for me, my operating model is not only the sales and service of the insurance part, but I lead with being involved in the community. And you'll see how that works for me, the various activities I get involved in, whether it's helping nonprofits in the fight against cancer or having experiences with my agency that are different than the other insurance company, which may be taken in a ball game or doing things to help out youth. So that's my business model. It's a little bit different, but to answer the question, Instagram, Kevin Span underscore insurance guru, check out the link tree and that will tell you all about me and how to follow me that you need to know. And I must say, Kevin is on, you know, he utilizes social media to the fullest. You always see him engaging in the community. You always see what's happening, everything from the turkey, you know, giveaways to, you know, partnering with, you know, local organizations for good causes. So Kevin is definitely involved and people definitely know his agency in his, in his respective area. So I am so thankful to you to impart that you were available to, you know, have this interview with me and to provide some valuable information, because I think, you know, as people think about entrepreneurship, and I think we're going, we're going to see a big change in how people work. Um, we're seeing this great exodus, you know, right now, because everyone before they were saying, oh, okay, there people don't want to go back to work. No, people are reevaluating how they work. Yes. And I think that is the part that a lot of em employers didn't want to <laughs> kind of, you know, admit to people are reevaluating how they work and under what terms, you know, take some time and do some research, like Kevin says, and look at the insurance industry. You know, it may be for you, particularly if you have the experience that Kevin mentioned, you, you have some management experience, you have some sales experience. And even if you don't have management experience, work for an insurance agency, agency invest in a, co a management coach. I talk about coaching and investing all the time. So it's not, may not be what you have now, but it may be, what is your potential? And I think that's what I want to leave the audience with looking at what their potential is and seeing if the insurance industry is a good match for them. And I, I think you highlighted today that anybody can succeed in the industry and not just succeed, but dominate. And the fact that you're opening multiple locations shows that the model is scalable. So I just want to thank you for your time. Any last words to the audience? Yes. Hire Michelle Davis as a coach. <laughs> um, I, I, I love what you do. Our approach to business is very, very similar. Since I followed you online, every day you give people thought-provoking posts. So I encourage people to think about those things. We all know what we know. And then there's also gaps in our areas of expertise. You're an excellent business coach. My area of expertise is insurance. 
there's several parts of business that I'm not an expert in. So I tap into people, I seek good advice, and I follow their lead. So my parting words for everyone, if you're not currently working with Michelle Davis, work with Michelle Davis. She will guide you in the right direction on your worst days, which we all have when you're feeling a little bit low. She's going to give you encouraging information to pick you up and get you and your business going in the right direction. Thanks for having me. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. I had fun. Thank you. And that's it for this episode. Join me in the next episode of The Boss Experience. Thank you for listening to The Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and watch my next episode. Take care and be well.